You're listening to Salon Frequency, a weekly podcast for salon professionals that are revolutionizing the texture of salon culture. My name is Jocelyn Renee, and as your host on this journey, my goal is to encourage your growth behind and beyond the chair in this ever-changing beauty industry. And as of today, in March of 2020, things are changing rapidly. I'm sure you've heard, seen, or experienced firsthand salon businesses being shut down either through self-imposed quarantine or statewide mandates due to the recent COVID-19 outbreak. And if you're anything like me, just last week, you would have never imagined this happening in 2020 on such a global scale, but also to our set your own schedule businesses. This is really a first for a lot of us. While I do understand the financial ramifications of our salon businesses being forced to close and the anxiety and the uncertainty that comes along with that decision, I want to offer you a moment of clarity so that you can pause and see the opportunity for growth, healing, and direction during this time. So in this episode, I'm sharing with you nine strategies that you can use and implement while you have downtime, whether that's because of a shutdown, it's simply your off day from being behind the chair, or you're in between clients on the slow day. I would encourage you to write down on paper these nine strategies and then break down your plan of action as it relates to your business. You ready? Good. Let's go ahead and get into it. Number one, reach out to your clients and not just through text messaging pick up the phone and give your clients a call. It has been shown that text messaging does not register with our brains as human interaction, but rather it's as an internal dialogue that could quickly overwhelm our subconscious, especially in times like this panic and anxiety that we're already experiencing. So ultimately it would benefit both you and your clients to have a quick phone call or even a FaceTime video chat to Maintain that human connection and don't let the idea of calling your client paralyze you. Instead, plan to be strategic. Identify why you are calling. Is it simply a thank you? Or maybe you can update your client profiles and ask if any of their information has changed. Or maybe you can ask if they have any questions about styling or at-home maintenance or ask them about their recent visit. The last time they were there, get some real-time feedback. And if you're not currently shut down, ask if they would like to schedule a future appointment. And once you have your why, also plan your exit. How will you end the call? What is the maximum amount of time that you have to dedicate per call because you're calling multiple people? And how can they follow up if it looks like it will go longer than the time you have allowed for? Having a strategic plan before you reach out to your client will make this investment of your time worthwhile and meaningful, both in building trust with your client, which subsequently benefits your brand, and in creating an experience that they've probably never seen or felt before, which is ultimately a win-win. Okay, number two, create an email list if you don't already have one. And if you do have an email list, create a text message list. I really find it interesting that many salon professionals don't have an email list, but spend so much time and energy trying to grow their followers online. 
That is the epitome of hustling backwards. Invest your time in your mailing list because people that willingly give you their contact information, you know one thing for sure. They're already really invested in what you have to offer. Whereas people that follow you on social media, all they had to do was click a follow button, which could be for any number of reasons. And I will take it a step further and say, don't think because you have your client's emails and your online booking system that you have an email list. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about an email list of people that you can notify when you're offering specials, hosting a class, doing a live broadcast, planning to change your hours, hire new staff. The list goes on. But what I want you to understand is that you should not rely on any social media platform to share any of that information for you. One, because they're free and it takes money to make money. Just because you have a social media platform does not mean you're owed any type of precedence or money. And two, if you post something on social media today and the way the platforms are currently set up, I might not see it until three days from now, if ever. So you don't have control. I say all this to say, get you a mailing list and then set up a text message list. And another strategic task to work on when you have downtime is organizing your photos and videos. Because unfortunately, those 3,000 photos on your phone are not going to sort themselves. Sadly, I know. So make time to create a place where you will store your photos and videos and then organize them so that it is easy to find what you need when you or your assistant are planning your social media content. And speaking of planning social media content, that is the fourth strategic project you can invest time into. Really take the time to create a strategy for writing your captions. Don't just put book your appointment now, click the link in the bio, and also give some thought to what pictures and videos you're sharing and the why. Why are you posting what you're posting? We spoke in detail about the importance of your client marketing strategy in episode six. So that episode is definitely worth listening to again as you're breaking down your strategy for planning your social media content. Now, the next assignment that you can work on to really help improve your salon business is brainstorming some additional revenue streams within the salon. However, there's an asterisk here. I would advise you to have the systems for social media curation, client retention, and community outreach. Basically, the three areas I just talked about. Having those together and defined before getting into any additional business extensions because you can get overwhelmed really quickly and I'm speaking from personal experience. So that's just a quick disclaimer so that you can say I didn't warn you. But once you're ready to add on additional revenue streams, I think there are five really great opportunities for salon professionals. And I'll share what they are after this short message from our sponsor. As a salon professional, you know that if you're not behind the chair, you are not making money. Traditionally speaking, of course, but part of revolutionizing salon culture means that in today's industry, you can create multiple streams of income, especially passive streams of income that make you money while you sleep or shop or spend time with your family. And guess what? Podcasting can be one of those streams. With the Anchor app, you can get started creating your very own podcast for free and start making money with your very first episode because there is no minimum audience size required for sponsorship. 
Anchor also gives you all the tools directly in the app to record, edit, and upload your podcasts right from your phone or computer. And they'll automatically distribute your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. So essentially, Anchor has everything you need to create a podcast that can generate money for you while you're behind and beyond the chair. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. So a few revenue streams that I would suggest you consider are branded merch like tote bags or t-shirts, creating ebooks or online workshops, offering virtual consultation raffles, and hosting local events. I find these particular revenue streams to be very much in alignment with a lot of what we already do behind the chair, so they don't require you to do anything different on a day-to-day basis, but they do require a lot of upfront work to get the revenue started. But once the systems are in place, for the most part, they will run themselves. Up next is revamping your website. This is important to do at least once a year. Taking the time to think about your experience on other websites that you like to use and thinking about how you can simplify what you offer or give more clarity to potential clients. And if you're thinking, girl, I don't have a website. I just use Instagram to showcase my work. You need a website. What if Instagram goes down today? Then where's your portfolio? Get a website and make it a priority to update it annually. Something else that you can do with your downtime is learn a new skill or invest in continuing education. We are fortunate to be in a time where we have instantaneous access to so much education right at our fingertips, whether it is an online class on Milady that qualifies you for CEUs or continuing education units, or taking an online workshop about how to edit YouTube videos on your phone through a platform like Skillshare. Just know you can invest any idle time wisely and come out the other side a better salon professional. And so now we're on number eight, and I really hope you're feeling inspired and coming to realize there's a whole world of opportunity beyond standing behind the chair that you can tap into whenever you have downtime and you're seeing how investing this time can reap you so many benefits in the future. And so the next area I want you to consider focusing on when you have downtime is organizing your finances. I know, I know, just the thought of crunching those numbers can seem stressful, which is one reason I saved this for the end. But in all seriousness, if you feel frustrated about finances, it probably is a sign that you're lacking clarity and control of them. I know that was me just a year ago. And if that is the case for you, I want to help you to get set up so you don't have to worry. Personally, I use and I recommend QuickBooks Self-Employed to manage salon finances. After I organized my transactions, it really bought me a peace of mind. Just being able to see and know where and how my money is spent and earned made decision-making easier and more strategic, as well as it gave me that much needed clarity. So if you don't currently have a system for your salon finances, you can click the link in the episode notes and get 50% off your first six months of QuickBooks Self-Employed. Or if you're already set up with a financial system, use your downtime to do any light bookkeeping so that you're always on top of your business. 
And lastly, what you can do when you have downtime is something I'm sure you're naturally going to do anyway. Browse social media. But instead, challenge yourself to do it strategically. Send direct messages to some of your followers. Find inspirational accounts to follow. Talk to people in your industry. Research hashtags that people are using and following. Instead of going down the rabbit hole of scrolling, spark conversation or put yourself into an ongoing conversation that will get your salon notice. So there you have it, nine strategies that can help improve your salon business whenever you have downtime. I really, really, really appreciate you listening. And if you learned anything from this episode or were inspired by anything I shared, please consider leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to check the episode notes for additional resources and visit salonfrequency.com to join the vibe, which is an email newsletter that keeps the conversation going.